You tuned in to the Smoking Section Podcast. I am your host, your man JT Live, right here on the hottest talk show on the internet. Hey, today I'm just uh, happy to be here, and uh, this is episode two of the uh, Smoking Section Podcast, and it's black men versus black women, uh, who's winning. And so um, on today's show, man, we have uh, Kenya Harvey, who stepped in as a special guest for us today to give us a woman's perspective. And of course, you know, we got my man Pete Coop. Y'all know he's a regular co-host on the show uh, from episode one of uh, last week. If you had an opportunity to check that out. Um, If you um, like the show, make sure you follow us on Facebook at The Smoking Section Podcast. Again, on Facebook, it's The Smoking Section Podcast. If you can download it on iTunes, it's The Smoking Section Podcast as well. So make sure you tune in um, to us on those different platforms. You can also see the show live um, where we had some live clips that we'll be showing throughout the day. So make sure you get in and check it out. See what we talked about. See if you enjoy it. Like our page and uh, some of the content that we'll be discussing on the show, man. It's it's a real open forum. Of course, we it's a smoking section, so we do smoke cigars and and it's for the grown and sexy. It's for the adults, and and some of the the topics um, that were discussed today were were very um, intricate topics of discussion. And and I will say that the people, our guest today, Kenya Harvey, she really got into some in depth things. P. Coop, our co host, definitely got into some in depth things. So. Um, make sure you check that out and listen to it. Um, I'm on Instagram. You can follow me at um, a, at jsilas20. That's at jsilas, J-S-I-L-A-S-2-0. Uh, I'm on Instagram. You can also follow me um, at jtlive20 on Facebook. And so that's our that's a social media that we use, social media platform. Um, I just want to just brush on a few things before we jump into the relationship. And some of it kind of chopping screws, so I'll just have you, I'll, I'll just bring you in on, on some of the parts of, of the show. But before we get to that, we know that we have the voting season coming up um, very soon. And so the elections are going to be in full force. We know people are going to be voting. And this is just coming from an African-American perspective. I see that everybody's trying to get the black vote. I see that everybody's out there politicking for it hard. And, you know... I just wish from time to time that uh, African-American people would galvanize and get together and know that their vote counts. And you should be able to see how that how that looks, because you have Michael Bloomberg, you have Bernie Sanders, you have Donald Trump. You have all these people, you know, trying to get the black vote. And I don't think in my lifetime I've ever seen it this um, this competitive for the African-American vote. And so. Um, unless it was Barack Obama, you know, running for president, they wanted to get every African American out to vote, which African Americans probably voted 99% for Barack Obama. But um, I just want to say in this particular uh, piece, this particular aspect, um, that, you know, African Americans, think about who you're going to vote for and ask yourself, can they deliver? And there needs to be a platform, since we are that group, there needs to be a platform in which we say, you know what? These are some of the things that we want. These are some of the things that we need in our communities that are suffering, that are suffering you know, economically, socially, some of those things. So I just kind of want to throw that out there first before um, we jumped into the show. And, and I, I'm going to jump you right into the middle of the show. Well, somewhat of the middle of the show. It's kind of at the big semi, maybe three fourths uh, early into the show. So, um, again, this is your man JT Laugh. Follow the Smoking Section Podcast. 
on Facebook, like our page, share our page, like our page. Also, um, Instagram at jsilas20. Make sure you check us out there. So, um, you guys enjoy the show. Listen in, let me know, let us know what the commentary is. It'll post. Uh, we meet every Thursday evening right here. You can hear it on Blog Talk Radio. So, make sure every Thursday evening uh, you tune into the Smoking Section podcast on blogtalkradio.com and check us out. So, you guys have a wonderful day and listen to the show. Thanks. Because it's music, right. but they still black men talking to us black women, you know. Mm-hmm. And so then we we adapt to that, you right. know. And so do do we start accepting ourselves as bitches, as hoes, as this and that, you know what I'm saying? Or now being a black a single black woman, the pickings is slim, <laughs> you know, in our black community for, as far as men, you know what I'm saying? And it's unfortunate because what I see as a black woman. You know, we're, I'm raising my sons to be good black men, so hopefully in their generation, the women can have something to choose from. But in my generation, either the men are already, everybody, most of the men has, is, you know, is intelligent or retired or whatever, and can have a healthy relationship. You say retired, so that you looking for older guys? <laughs> I mean, people retire in their 50s. Yeah, that, I guess you do. Guess it just depends on what type of job you have, but... It's, it's slim pickings, and it's unfortunate for us, single women in my generation, because I have a lot of friends, a lot of co-workers, a lot of people who are single in my generation, because we cannot find a decent black man who wants to commit, who wants a healthy relationship, who's going to be respectful, who's going to bring those things to the table. I look around, and I see a lot of men relying on women to take care of them, you know? So... Yeah, I think that's yeah. important. I mean, identifying what you want and and being and having the clarity to to kind of articulate that. I don't think a lot of people have that. You know, they don't talk about those things. And and I I'll, I'll just go back and then Cooper, I'll let you jump in. Um, you know, when you talk about relationships and what women, what men look for, and I, I saw a meme, um, and it was a, a guy. It, well, I, I don't want to go into what the meme is, but. Men, let's say 20 years ago, what when women are younger, do they look for that man that's, um, let's say, a player, you know, he's slick, he looks good, he has the body, and so they get all those physical needs from him, but then, you know, you fast forward 20 years when you're looking for substance, a lot of the guys that you overlooked are gone and married. But they've been passed up because women are looking for certain things out of certain men. And, and so, you know, those things are missed. Yeah. Um, talk about that, Coop, and then I want you oh, to jump okay. in on that. Uh, well, I mean, this subject, subject I could probably, uh, you know, share some light on because it, it comes down to the whole thing about attraction, you know, and what attracts women. He was talking in relationship to um, um, the men... The, the type of men women go for mm-hmm. and it's not necessarily nice guy or the good guy or the good man and and that is um, because um, for the nice guy a woman pretty much can they know the story they know how the story's gonna end you know it's, it's not I mean but the bad guy is more alluring it's more of a challenge and a woman wants to have a man that is a bit of a challenge. I'm not talking about 
somebody who's just you know over the top or ridiculous. But a lot of time, women want a man that they can earn. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of times, um, men don't understand it, but I've I've learned to understand this is that um, when you initially meet a woman, you're gonna pursue her. But once you get to know her, once you go out on dates, once you all start having intimacy, she's gonna pursue you. And if you do it, any, if if it goes in reverse the other way, then she's gonna back off because you're being too needy. You're being too, you know what I'm saying? And so we as men, as black men, a lot of us don't even understand that polarity. Right. You know, if you look back in the, you know, back in the days when they had the movies, the woman was always trying to get the man to get her to marry her, and he was mysterious and he was right. more aloof. He wasn't uh, always. You know, readily available, and that creates about a mystery. And uh, a woman wants to, she, she, her, in her mind, in, in, as as I understand, in her mind, she has this fantasy, this idea of this man being mysterious and being good looking and charming and all this. And I mean, that's what she's instinctually doing. Uh, other things is that once a man gets with a woman, and it, it, she instinctually t- tests him. She's not even trying to do it. You know what I'm saying? But it's instinctually because she has to be able to uh, protect herself and her children and make sure that they are getting into a relationship with someone who is um, strong enough to handle whatever difficulties that may come up. Mm-hmm. And difficulties come up. So she tests him, you know. She starts little tests and then if he fails, then she's like, hmm. <laughs> you know, that woman thought hmm, something, something ain't right about him or whatever. You know, and, you know, is he going to be a stalker if I, you know, decide to, to move on or whatever? Or is he going to be needy? Is he going to be, um, is he really, really uh, secure in himself? Is he really, really confident or is this some fake bravado? So she tests him. And a lot of times women, when they say it ain't a lot of good men out here, they mean it. They've been putting these guys through tests and they've been failing. You know, and I, well, I learned this out of you know out of my own okay. um, insecurities. Well, okay. Well, I mean, in order for you to be able to change anything, Jeff, you got to be able to acknowledge right. that, that there's something need to be changed. Right. And so, um, I did a lot of research on this. You know, because I, I, I want to understand the, you know the dynamic of of my masculine energy drawing woman who has feminine energy. And so I, I mean, I went into a lot of um, research about. So, this so time. what does that mean? Because I, I want to know. Cause okay, I mean, masculine energy is well, defined well, let me say as. This. Well, okay, because I, I want you to get to that point. But you know, something you just look at is through attraction. You know, because I think people are. Uh, I heard somebody say it's not. It's not physical. Okay, but let me let me just. It's not necessarily this. physical. Okay, we're gonna get to that. But I, I heard somebody say that. Uh, when a woman cheats on her her man after he's cheated on her, and she finds out that she gets with another guy as for payback, and from what I heard, it's not payback. It's got to be some sort of chemical, you know, some sort of attraction to that person in order for you to do that, or she's just not gonna have sex with somebody arbitrarily, or she would just do it with anybody. Yeah. So, I I thought I heard that you know just a physical thing, but you tell me about what that is. Well, I mean initially. That's a physical attraction. I mean, you're going to be attracted to somebody you physically attract to. Okay, yeah. But to, for a woman to be comfortable enough to take it to the next level, 
she she has to have. I, I, we're talking about women who are you know pretty much stable. Any time I know, just you know people who just thoughts. Well, yeah, for, for, for lack of a better term, I mean, thought or or someone who's just extremely uh, loose. Yes. Okay. And even she has to have some type of you know um, attraction. You know, she may be attracted to a man who has, um, and and it's not it's not based on money. It's not based on you know not necessarily based on money. It's not necessarily based on looks. It's not necessarily based on. Status, but it's a combination of those things that make a man. Now, um, women are drawn to men who are confident, self-assured, because a woman, in my aspect, as she just told, she wants to be led, and I don't mean that in no derogatory manner, yeah. but just the fact of the matter is, she wants to be led. Now, leading doesn't necess- doesn't mean go over there and you know that's not no. She wants to be led in a correct manner that. I'm taking the lead, making sure that she's comfortable, that she feels comfortable, she feels safe, she feels um, uh, free, because you have to love in a way which the person you love feels free. Right, right. You know, and um, you have to, to, to present that to the world, and you present that to the world, and she is going to fall into your hands like putty because you are being a man. And she wants to be with a man who is strong, confident, and all those things, and not needy, not too, not insecure. And if you do have these things, there are issues that you can work on. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, because I had these insecurities, and they come from a, a, a place in your head, you know, a doubt or fear. Mm-hmm. You know, fear will trigger, like the fear of loss, mm-hmm. fear of losing someone. So a woman is so instinctual, and that's what I'm talking about, the, the, the masculine energy and the feminine energy. I mean, and, and, and I, I, this is what I, I think a problem is. I think that um, too many men are spending too much time in their feminine energy because we have both. We have both energies. So because what you're saying, I, what you, I mean, I'll tell you, like, well, well, you well let me explain. Let me explain. Let me explain. Feminine energy is not like, oh, no. Feminine energy is... <laughs> Uh, the side of your, the side of your, the, the energy that is creative, intuitive, nurturing, opening up, connecting—that's feminine energy. Okay. It's welcoming in. Okay. It's taking in. Masculine energy is figuring it out, breaking through barriers, overcoming obstacles, sitting, cha- uh, accepting challenges, overcoming the challenges. Now, both men and women do both of those things, but the. The sexual polarity is, of course, when a man does too many of the feminine things. Oh, I'm uh, complaining and arguing, and uh, I mean, I'm not. He might, he might not be acting like a. They're not developed the same as we are. We are developed differently. God has given us certain. I'm, I encourage women to do that and do physical things, but the fact of the matter is that we're more geared for that type of thing, you know. Right. And um, so when they say masculinity and they say toxic masculinity, it, it gives me, it puts me in a frame of mind that uh, me being masculine, me being a man is something bad and acting in my, my natural. I, I definitely want the man to take the lead. There's definitely a difference um, in energy. Um, I can be very submissive, not controlled, you know, um, mm-hmm. but 
as it relates to um, being a toxic man, I just think it's the environment. It's, it's the lack of uh, mm-hmm. resources. It's the lack of support. Um, it's just everything that's thrown at of the black man in this society. Um, and then it's also, um, we have to take responsibility as women, too. You know, just how we, you know, just willing to, some of us willing to just get down and do anything just mm-hmm. for the sake of having a man in our you know, vicinity, like just being wanted, you know, we, we, we will degrade ourselves, you know? And so then when you have a lot of women degrading themselves, men start to look at you like, okay, if she don't respect herself, then I ain't gonna respect her, you know? And, and, and everybody will at some point see how far they can go, you know, like you said, testing to see, you know, I'll test this man just to see how far he's willing to go for me. Is he healthy for me and my, to be around me and my children? Um, will he get disrespectful? And, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes it's important. A lot of times you're like, oh, you just met or y'all just got together. It's too soon to be arguing. Sometimes you have to have those things just to see how you respond to them, you know. Mm-hmm. And so if a man responds to you in a, in a very derogatory way or if he gets super angry or super mm-hmm. disrespectful, mm-hmm. then, you know, you have to... Um, really look at those red flags you know what I'm saying because um, that man at some point if he get that angry or that disrespectful or whatever in an argument in the beginning of a relationship it only gets worse right. and then that, that means something is going on within that man so sometimes we have to be stop being so desperate as women to just be with a man and accept anything and we have to really look into the heart of a man you know, and they have to look into the heart of a woman because we come with toxic energy too. You know, because maybe we didn't have a, a father figure, or maybe we didn't have positive male role models around us, or maybe we didn't have respectful men opening our doors or telling us that we're beautiful black queens or treating us good. So we accept whatever. You know, mm-hmm. so you know, energy have to match energy. I don't. I have positive energy. When I see, when I'm dating a man with that negative energy, if I really like him, I'm trying to mm-hmm. dissect where's that energy coming from. Let's talk about this. Mm-hmm. But I spent 15 years in a relationship, you know, and mm-hmm. first four or five was good. But then when you talk about the last ten, and you know when you, and not to you know, you know speak negative on this particular person. Because whatever they was dealing with is what they were dealing with. Right. I had to, you know, say that's that's not my issue. Right. So quit putting it on you. You know, quit quit carrying that burden because that's not your burden to carry. And so when you finally get to a place to say, hey, I I have to love me. If I'm gonna respect me, I'm gonna demand your respect. And if if they're not gonna give that, you have to be willing to walk away. Right. Because sometimes whatever issue that a man is dealing with, you can't fix it as a woman. Right. You know what I'm saying? So we have to be really um, intentional this day and time about who we're dating, uh, what we're bringing to the table as women too. Women have to bring things to the table. You can't just be a woman and say, hey, I'm bringing vagina to the table. Right. And what else? Yeah. What else do you have to offer? Because at some point that gets old. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, and, and it does, you know? <laughs> I mean, I mean, it, Not quite. Yeah, it, I mean, it, it, gets well. it gets old from that particular person because then y'all can go out and get another one. Yeah, right, that's not right. so old. But I'm talking right, about from right, that right, woman, right. you know. You know, I, one of the things, points that you were saying I wanted to say about is that, you know, uh, men and women, but especially black men, we need to be self aware. Yeah. If we're not self aware, then how can you even know that something needs to be changed? 
And when a woman challenges you, don't take that as a disrespect. Take that as a compliment. Because if she's challenging you, she wants you to do better. And just some like your mama. Some men don't know how to do that, though. Some, huh? men, some men don't know how to do that. No, but, but, but see, they, because, because the perception is she's getting on me. She don't believe in me. This and that and this and that. When other, and, and, and the reality is she sees you as you are. You see you as you think you are. So when you grade in your own paper, you may you may tend to give yourself an A. Right. And you may be actually a D. Right. So I think that um I think that we need to be more self aware mm-hmm. as men. We need to be able to learn how to communicate in a manner that because women communicate totally different than men. Absolutely. They just do. You know, they say a lot of, I mean, they say a lot of stuff and they want you to pick up on it. They want you to be, <laughs> to understand what they're meaning. You know, so I think that the better, the more that we learn ourselves and the more that we learn our women, our sisters, our mothers, our, our mates, our wives, our lovers, we learn them. And it, I mean, it should be your task to learn that person. It should be your task to learn your your mate, your mother, your sisters, your women. Yeah. Because the the fact of the matter is, we are here to provide, protect, make them secure. We that I mean, these are our queens, these are our sisters, these are people we love. Yeah. You know, so we have to get out of that that mentality that they're out to get us. Because I even hated that Jeff made this. Name this men versus women. Black men versus black women. Come on, you man. know. What, yeah, hey, let me tell you something. No, because any, it's not that's because than any Super Bowl you're gonna ever find that battle right there. If you get everything, but out, see that, but that, that 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 lays to the that lays to the to the ide- the ide- ideology of uh, we are in opposition to each other when we are not. We are actually supposed to be unified. We're supposed to be, but we know but, that but, 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 well, well, then that's, that's the goal. I mean... That's the goal, Jeff. Okay, the goal let's, let's is we unification. Let's, let's put it... That, that's the goal, but that's not always... Uh, Reality. What we're dealing with right now. And so... Um, yeah, but how do we get I that? Hear, now... I hear both of you all kicking real nice... But, when, but, but back in the day, what was it like? Well, back I mean, in the day, we... I, I think we, it was the same thing. I think we just... Now we just live in a society in which... You know, everything is so up close and personal, but, you know, relationships, I mean, let's just think about it, man. Back in the day, you had men with five families, black men. Some men, I mean, no, no, yeah. Because let me put it to you like this. And see, this is why I kick it back to slavery, because a lot of people don't really tackle the issue of slavery and how that affected us. It hugely impacted us. Right. We had no family structure. No fa- we did. We had a pseudo family structure. It was bullshit because the slave master put us together to basically breed. They they allowed us to marry each other, quote unquote, but we were property. So it really the, the marriage really didn't mean anything. Yeah. And so you had black studs who was going who they picked selected going from from cabin to cabin to cabin having sex with the women in order to breed. And that person just went on to wherever. They did whatever with him. And so now fast forward, you're out of slavery. And so now you have to try to figure out what it is you're going to do. Because you have no structure. So yeah, our family But the, But is, that is, gives an idea. That, yeah. that, that sends a perception that black men are naturally promiscuous. And no, I don't agree with no, that. We're not naturally promiscuous. But we're no, we we're no, we're no, we're no more or less think, promiscuous than no, any other race. You got to think about this. We were enslaved. And so we were brought over here and I know enslaved that. into slavery. I know so that. there was 
we were we were considered property. So whatever we did, and you're talking about hundreds of years of enslavement and the things that we went through and the things that we did, there was no structure to it. So it's like having a kid, never giving that kid any discipline or anything at all, and then you should send them out to the world and they do all sorts of crazy things. It's like, what you? why are you doing that? Well, I never did this when I was 13. I never washed dishes. I never cleaned up. I never, you know, I, had, I didn't have a curfew. I could do whatever I wanted to do. So I'm saying in regards to our black families, I mean, let's just be for real. The, 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 the family structure that we have today was a Parsonian family structure, which was mom, dad, uh, 2.5 uh, kids, and, and a dog. That's not our family structure. That's not what we saw. That's not what we came up with as African-American people. And so that was the American concept of family. So we there's some, there some differences in things that we have to now try to, because we've only been out of slavery maybe, what, 160 years maybe? It's only a couple of generations. Not a whole lot. And so now we're trying to be a family. And now we're trying to develop relationships with women and the, the, right, but, but there's also different factors outside of us that come in. Like, I mean, I can't, I cannot, I don't even think that um, black women should even consider being in the feminist movement because it's not about them. It's about white women and white men. It's not, there is no feminist movement. There is no way that a black man can hold back droves of black women. The only thing we now, now I'm not saying this. Now we got some. Jerks. We got some some people who refuse to you know change their lives in the criminal life. We got some people who uh, um, are abusive. We got some people who are alcoholic and drug addicted. We have all those things, all those factors. But the the the, the fact of the matter is that um, feminist movement distracts us, distracts women from. Um, actually unifying with their man and being more separated. So would you say that's black women? No, I'm... I'm no, because I'm saying, because we talk about black men versus black women, so would you say that black women have been distracted by the feminist movement? And they got and all the other distractions. Helped, and that, let me put some words in your mouth. And that has helped to destroy the relationship between black men and black women? I think so. I think that a lot of the polarity between black men and black women... Are, is destroyed because black men are blaming the world and this and that, and black women are steady going into college, they're steady advancing, they're steady doing these. I'm, I'm talking about the disproportionate numbers. I'm not saying all black men and all black women, right. but what I'm saying, those numbers and those numbers reflect you know, they're going back to college, they're going into uh, you know, black women are taking jobs, menial jobs, looking to, to move yes. up. Right. This is what black men should be doing. Black men should be doing that in droves. They should be taking. They should be going to school. They should be taking jobs, menial to move up. You know what I'm saying? Or they should be uh, thriving in understanding. You know the laws of entrepreneurship or owning their own stuff. Instead, they they consider that. I mean, everybody want to be a, a rapper, or you know they think they can uh, football play a football player, or, or, and it's nothing wrong with that. You know what I'm saying? But then you have another element of that. They're going straight to the street. Going straight to the street. And, I mean, this is ridiculous. Like, they, they, they killed the girl the other day. The girl, and it was just disheartened me because it, it, it put in the forefront into my mind what I'm speaking about. You had these thugs, these young black men kill this girl who was in school on her way to, into college 
to be a nurse or or, or, yeah. or whatever. Yeah. 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 So that, that right there it hits to the fucking point, man. Well, let me just let me just say we are in Chicago, so what people was talking about was a young lady was 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 murdered, uh, you know, uh, last week and uh, well, a couple weeks ago. Getting snacks at the grocery getting store. Getting snacks at the grocery store, and I, you know, I don't, I don't want to. And she was that. enrolled in college and all that. Yeah, I, I don't want to deal with that because I think that's a, that's another topic that we can talk about. Yeah, but it directly hits to that point. Right, but I, I want to get to a few things. Uh, real quick before we go, hey, this is your man JT Live right here on the Smoking Section Podcast. Let me, let me turn it down on the Smoking yeah, Section no, Podcast. Yeah, no, I like that, <laughs> On the Smoking <laughs> Section Podcast, you can check it out every Thursday at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time. We're just, we're, we're recording um, uh, live now, and so you can see us on our Facebook Live, and uh, this, this interview will be chopping screwed up a little bit later on, so you'll be able to, to, to hear it and hear a lot of the snippets on our actual podcast on Blog Talk Radio. You can like our Facebook page and share it with your friends if you if you're interested. It's the Smoking Section Podcast, so it's not Smoking Section Podcast, but it's the Smoking Section Podcast on Facebook uh, at JT Live Twenty. So you can always at JT Live Twenty, and that'll pop up on Facebook. Uh, today we're talking about relationships. We're talking about the relationships between African American men and African American women. I have a show, of course. I have. Kenya Harvey, she's in the building. She's giving her her, her female perspective. But then, my man Pete Coop. Yeah, I want to show you too. We're going to have these shirts out here coming out. Yes, Smoking Section Podcast. Smoking Section Podcast, these new shirts. And what That's we an want extra is. That's small too. He can get into a small man. That's amazing. <laughs> I went, put the camera back on me, JT. I went from 6X to 2X. Look at this, y'all. That's amazing. Uh, you know, and, and, and that, he has a weight loss secret, too, so he can tell Yeah, you. be a man. Man up. Back at TV Live coming soon off. But anyway. Um, we follow our podcast, something we're doing that's fun, and, and we want to give a real grown up perspective. Because you hear a lot of podcasts, you see a lot of podcasts out there, a lot of young people, they do it. And actually, Pete Cooper and I are, are vets at this. We have under, uh, we have 500 podcasts under our belt. So we've done this. We did it years ago when we did sports and ranked top five sports. And our podcast actually grew. We actually grew to a million downloads, which was great. And um, so we want to continue that. We want to recreate that. It was mainly sports. We're going to talk sports on here as well, but we want to do a few other things. We um, want to include the women more. Yeah, women definitely. Uh, you know what? Pete Cooper and I, we love smoking cigars. So that's our thing. And so before the show is over, I'm going to bounce one of the cigars out here um, that, that we smoke. And, and so we want to keep it a smoking section. When we go to the cigar bar, we got a section that we go sit down and we smoke and we chill and we kick back. This is grown folks' business. I, you, I, I will be smoking that cigar he's bringing out. Too. Yeah, this is, <laughs> this is he won't. We don't share. We don't share cigars. No hell, no. We don't share the cigars. <laughs> we share the space in the cigar room. We share the cigars. <laughs> that, that was last week's show. We talked about those sort of things. Uh-huh. Um, but um, I want to thank everybody that's that's uh, listening in and watching us on Facebook as well, and for those people who tune in to the show uh, live. Uh, Kenya, I, I just want to just ask you. Um, what suggestions would you give to well, let me let me ask you this question. What would you tell your younger self? So what would you tell the twenty year old Kenya Harvey? Um, that was only three years ago, by the way, y'all. It was. <laughs> I would tell my younger self to not settle, to um demand my respect. Um and so, you know, even if that means giving up something that you like or love 
if it's if it's not good for you, give it up. You know what I'm saying? Everything that's good to you is not good for you. Um, I know I made a lot of mistakes, so um, I had to mature. I had to really, you know, look inside of me to say, how am I contributing to what's going on in my relationships, and how can I fix that? You know, because it's not always the man. You know, we we come with baggage, we come with issues, we come with insecurities, we come with self doubt, come with a lot of things as women. Um, and so then we have to dig deep into why, you know. And I would just tell me to love me because I think when a man see you love you, mm-hmm. they'll love you. And if they can't love you due to whatever reason why they can't, then they'll move around. Or, or you're going to, you know, give off that energy. They're going to have to move around, you know. So um, just, you know, I'm I'm just share with the young women out here today. It's just be respectful. Um, be knowledgeable about who you are and what it is you want. Um, you know, set the tone at the beginning. You know, you, you make a man aware of what it is you want. And as long as it's respectful and healthy for the relationship, they need to respect that, you know. Um, and you don't have to settle. You don't have to just... For the sake of having a man in your corner, you don't have to settle for anything. And then listen to that man. You know, uplift that man. We have to do better as women. Um, we're just um, uplifting our black men and supporting them. We have to make them feel loved and supported too. And not, you know, not enabling them. You know what I'm saying? Just supporting them and, and, and being right there by their side and allowing them to take the lead. You know, we can't be so strong as women that we take the uh, role as the man, you know. So... Women need to be women, and we need to allow men to be men. And I'm not saying um, fall back. What I am saying is allow them to lead, you know, as long as they lead in the, the right way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so just, you know, I would, well, if I can do it all over again, man. <laughs> you but, still but do it all however, over no. I mean, I learned a lot about me, you know. Right. Yeah. And so if I wouldn't have went through those things, you know. Right. I couldn't look back to say, man, you know, and I obviously I can't do it over, but moving forward, I can do it right. Yeah, yeah. that's important. Piku, I'd be curious to what you would tell your twenty-year-old self. Say that I knew you, you was twenty years well, old. Well, <laughs> knew so. me when I was twenty. I think that uh, the number one key thing is to be self-aware. To be self-aware is so important. To understand who it is you are. And what it is you're trying to do. I mean, you posted something the other day um, on Facebook and said, um, um, what was it? No, what was it? You posted it. And it was profound. Okay. If if you don't know where you're going, your distractions look like opportunities. Right. And, and that's profound. And you have to know what you're going, where you're going, what you want in life. You know, I can remember back in my 20s, I didn't know. Anything. But, you know, you can take the time to do that. Uh, obviously, you can. Um, other thing I would tell myself, my young self, is um, you know, learn to accept who I am, how I am, and be willing to change those things about me that needs to be changed, and be open enough to to listen to output, out input from other out, other sources that may see me as um, I am, mm-hmm. and not as how I you know claim myself to be, you know, and and live with integrity and. And um, those things are important. A woman loves a man with character. They just do. Yeah. They just do. Yeah. I mean, they won't respect if a, if a woman doesn't respect you, she won't love you. And if you are, if you foul, man, it's a chance that she won't respect you. <laughs> it's a good chance. Well, yeah, a very, I mean, good chance. A very good chance. That, that will have. I, I, you know what? 
I was asked this question um, in a men's group that I'm in, you know, what would I tell my 20-year-old self? And as I look back when I'm thinking when I was 20, if I could see everything that would, you know, how it played out. I don't know if I would change anything. I don't know if I would put any type of finger on any one thing to say, you know what, don't do this because those things, you never know how those things affected other people's lives in a positive way. Because mm-hmm. a lot of times we think about the negative stuff. Then, you know, you think about the positive things you may have done or a lesson somebody may have learned from you or lessons that you learned or, or things that, come, you know, come full circle years later. And so you kind of think about things like that. I don't know if I would say anything different, you know, per se. Maybe one thing or two things and say, man, you know, you need to be straight on that. But in regards to relationships, you know, I heard somebody once say relationships are like train stops. Get off get on, get off, and then when you find the one that you are really tied into, you stay with it, you know, and you ride it for the duration. And it may not work out. You know, that that may not work out. I and mean, then you have to get off and maybe start over again and just kind of, because you, know, you, you see, you Wait see a minute, who rides the train, then they get off, then get back on the train and go in the same direction? You're going in the same damn direction. Get out of here. I don't like that analogy. Okay, I'm about to curse. You read the damn destination is what I'm saying. So you go get off the train and wait for the next train going the same direction. I, I, I know about saying. the stops, the different stops, man. You know, oh, you okay. get off at 63rd Street, you get off at 55th, <laughs> 55th and we talk about the real line, Chicago, <laughs> wherever you go, Howard Street, back down to 95th. But my thing is this, you know, you, you, uh, those relationships, you should learn something from every last one of them because a lot of times they build character. Because I'll tell you something. Early on, when I first started dating, I didn't know how to share. I grew up an only child. And then I started dating a young lady who family was sharing oriented. So then I had to learn how to share. I learned how to give. And I didn't even think about that. Years later, I said, man, that's how I learned how to share. was based on this relationship with this particular person. So you just kind of move forward. Um, And and those are are different life lessons that you you learn throughout the journey. Um, My hope is that black men and black women could leave a lot of animosity to the side. And I'm, I'm going to tell you where I'm going to keep this very real. We have different sects of the African American community. And so, of course, you have you know, your, your black women, your love and hip-hop black women. Hmm. Big booties, fake hair, fake lashes, fake Lips hips, and glam. All that. Yeah, I mean, it's ridiculous. Fake booties. Yeah, it's, I mean, fake booties. It's ridiculous. Then you have your educated black woman. Uh, you have your stripper black woman that that's closely related to, to the, the hip hop file <laughs> not too far away <laughs> <laughs> and, and, um, and so and then you have your upper class educated woman and you hear Michelle these Obama. things yeah Michelle Obama let's, let's use her as an example and you have these different factions of black women and black men at the same time mm-hmm. and to try to mesh those groups in relationships because you have a group that say black women shouldn't treat themselves like they do or, or men shouldn't look at and objectify women. But then you have a sect of women who enjoy doing that, yeah. who enjoy stripping, who enjoy being, you know, very loose. And, and they, they listen to the rap music like you alluded to earlier, and they don't mind being called bitches and hoes. The Cardi B's of the world that, that use that language. Ooh. And so I'm saying, and then you, what, what's amazing to me is that we have women, the higher class women, that are listening to Cardi B. And saying, yeah, that's, that's, she the shit. I'm saying to myself, I'm, you know, all these prominent women, 
talking about her, quoting things that she said. I'm like, yeah, but, but, but Jeff, you, no, you, 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 you said fuck the police back in the day, but you go shoot a fucking police? Come on, man. No, I'm not going to shoot them. I, I am not shooting any police. Let me put that shit. <laughs> now, I ain't say that because that ain't never happened. But anyway, um, no, what you know what I mean? Is, no, but, but what I'm saying is it gets mixed messages. Okay. From time to time, that's what I mean. That's adult. Because that's adult music. Yeah, for but, but but no, because but in porn sends a mixed message it, too. And you, 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 I'm not no, gonna. I ain't gonna say I watch porn, yeah, but you, know you watch porn. Triple X, even the kids. Not me. Not me. BBC versus black BBC women. BBWs and all that. But my thing is this, man. Confused sometimes when I see that okay. because I'm like, wait a minute. One minute you saying this, but the next minute you singing Cardi B songs. That that don't. I'm trying to figure out where that's going. Because Cardi B to me, to me, it would be considered. Uh, I don't want to be disrespectful or rude or. But it's too she's, subjective. She's yeah. like a. She's like the stripper. She is the. She was a stripper. No, was okay. Say. Yeah. She, she's like what's what a lot of women. Look down upon some women. Look down upon. She's thought. She's this. She's that. She's I don't think that women should look down on any on any person. But, I'm saying, it, it but what I'm saying is that that maybe is a certain uh, 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 class of people who not who's not going to allow themselves to engage in that type of activity. But sometimes they like listening to it because it's fantasy and it's fun, you know. And but, but what's the quickest and they're adults. Get, but what's the quickest way to get to the mind of people? It's got to be music because music is so seductive. So uh, that's you listen true. to this music, it's so subconscious. You're hearing constantly. But we we uh, don't control. We don't control. Oh. It's not controlled by black pe- black people anymore. It's controlled by this corporate yeah, but you can control situation. What you, listen to. you can. So that but but it's okay. So you have. Do you like Cardi B? Okay, so Cardi you B. You just said that because no, Cardi, oh, my, me and my sister was just talking about this. I, she, she. I don't like. I don't even know one song. I'm not, she a, did. I'm not a Cardi B fan at all. Okay. Only song so I know is the I don't even know Cardi the words. B or Beyonce. I don't like either one of them. No, 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 I'm saying if you look at the images. I like Alan, Erica Badu. Okay, and I like the neo soul type. Okay, you know, so now, Jill Scott. I'm about to get okay. So let's my keep girls. with it. So because I, I love Jill Scott too. But here's the thing. I think it's Erica, very sexy. Erica Badu, uh, uh, Sanaa Lathan, they were all doing the Ooh. dick challenge. True. These are the Ooh. women who are conscious, well, professional. That's fun. Oh, they're women. Okay. A, are you serious? A, I mean, I'm not mad at them. Okay, I'm just saying. So the they're dick they're women. The dick challenge was just a little fun thing that people man the dick challenge I mean, is a that's woman that's a that's not a are you you took that offensive my dick. I mean, if you took that offensive I think something wrong with you I mean what there's nothing wrong with it. I'm just saying when we're talking about perception of women that's because what they're, what they're that, looked upon because if see you that's one of the things women, that's one of the things that make women so shy because they say if you if you like sex or if you want then you must be a whore you must be a slut well you know sometimes Women like to feel like that. They like to feel that way, but they don't want to articulate that. They don't want to have the judgment of that. I mean, it's just, we do it's it. Place and time. Look sure. at look at us, Jeff. We do it all the time, but we don't get subjectified for it. No, we get do, we get a pat on the back for it, babe, man. That's what. That's why women don't feel. That's why they don't feel equal because I don't Jeff. Do anything, babe. So just describe. <laughs> 
don't think he um, knows what you, you, you got me fired up with this, man. <laughs> what are you talking well, about? I, well, I want to get my. I want to get the dick challenge is all right. But yeah, the dick challenge was fine. It was a fun little thing that people were doing, so I get it. But when you when you, you don't want at, kids like, doing the you dick challenge, you look at like uh, Cardi B and you know <laughs> the Nicki Minaj's <laughs> and the Trinas or whoever who is just out there raunchy. You know, for women who don't care about that, they will frown upon that. Right. Um, and it is confusing if you frown upon those people and you get caught listening to their music and snapping right. your fingers to it. It's like, wait a minute, I thought you didn't support that. So that can be confusing. Um, but then you do you have your Jill Scotts and your Erica Badus who, you know, is very classy and very sophisticated and, you know, speaking something but real. But it's fun. It's real. It's about the hood. But, you and, know? and you know, and, and, and I, it may be some fantasy of being, you know, Every man want a woman who be raunchy behind closed doors, freaking right? Man, right. Freaking and man. very classy right. outside. I mean, yeah. it, it has to be some type of yeah. balance. You know, everything shouldn't be boring and, you know, yeah. I just got to be classy at all times. No, it's okay to be down right and dirty. That's all oh, right, darling. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay left, please. That. I guarantee <laughs> you, you know, the <laughs> men will be happier with you that oh, way. without question. And I, I, I think that's something... You know, and especially over the course of time, if you've been in a relationship for a long period of time, you definitely want the sex to be spicy because it's, I mean, you can get used to your partner, especially if you've been around for a long time. And I think, and I, I have nothing against Cardi B or, or, or any of those ladies in, in the Erica Badu's. Actually, Jill Scott's a real freak. You think Erica Badu ain't? She's selling a perfume that smell like a coochie, man. What you talking about? I'm not. No, no, nah, I can. I, I don't need to buy nothing. No, no, but this. That's what right. I don't need to buy no, but this. Yeah, I can. And, and what? Just sniff the perfume. It's like. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't need to buy. Uh, but but I, and, and I say Jill Scott because Jill Scott talks. I would be. But very she, she's still classy about the way she's she classy, do but she's talking. Like, what's the Crown Royal? Crown yeah. Royal Ice. I mean, I love that song. And I definitely know what she's talking about. Yeah, young kids watching, you know, turn to you, don't want to have to listen to this stuff. But, you know. You say that at the end of the show, right? <laughs> but, I mean, Crown Royal on Ice and, and some of her other songs, and you can tell she's been in a lot of different relationships. So a lot of things affect her when right. it comes out of her music. That, you're right, you're right, Coop. That's cool. I have nothing, uh, there's, there's nothing wrong with that. I think there's a way to do things. Uh, and today, especially when we're talking about relationships all the way around, and we're talking about black men versus black women. Um, we have a lot of different. Uh, we're different species. Absolutely. We're different species. We're not different species. Yes, we are. We. Yes, we are, man. Women are so sex. much different. Let me tell you something. You said something earlier. You said you talked about the woman testing us. Uh, if my wife is testing me, sometimes I don't know she tested me. I have you don't. no idea. You don't. She saying, doesn't even know. We good no, like that. No. <laughs> she she done already married we your ass, so, so it's over. She done married you, but, so y'all been saying, together forever, but, so it's over. But you but know. I'm saying, if I'm getting no, tested, it ain't over. I mean, it's over as far as the. No, well, she'll test you, no, but it was. Still getting tested, so yeah, that's I know. what I'm saying. <laughs> and then I get at the end, like, see, now you should have been listening instead of talking. I'm like, well, you asked me my opinion, and then I get my opinion. What, which one is it? So it's a constant test, is what I'm saying. And so, how do we know those things? That's what I mean. That's what I mean that we are different. In those things and how we maneuver and how we move and mm-hmm. when we think about women, you know, if we our think process about women, of thought is different. Yeah, it's, it's, that's why it, that's why that crap think like a man and I, well, that's the that dumbest shit I can ever. Steve Harvey, trash. Oh well, I mean, I ain't trying to down Steve the man. Steve Harvey, think like a woman. Tell, okay, let's, okay, we got a few more minutes, but, but let's keep this real. 
I'm gonna tell you that wait 90 days. I'm gonna tell you to wait 90 days. And then we're gonna be out here listening and waiting 90 days. So guess what the man's gonna do? I'm gonna wait 90 days, plus I'm gonna have my chick on the side, and I'm gonna have sex with the chick on the side, and then when I have sex with you, Boom, that's going to be great. Then I'm going to let my chick go, maybe, if I really like you, because you made me wait. That's the most idiotic thing to tell people. Just to think about it. Wait a minute, Coop, because in the same sentence, he tells women not to tell men everything that they want up front. You just told her to wait 90 days. She's a woman. She's going to want to have sex. She's going to, if there's a chemical attraction to you. You tell her to wait. Now that's even worse. But she's, but it's, it's tell you how subjective that whole theory is. It's so stupid. Um, is you suggesting that you being intimate with the p- person that you're going out with, dating, or you know, getting to know it, is something wrong with that? Like, uh, and you and you and you basing that on what your own belief is, you know. So you're gonna wait 90 days, then that's the magical date, you know. That's the magical Steve time for it to happen. A woman, a woman wife. should a woman should be feel free enough with herself. And her sexuality to, to be able to, read. if she is connected to that man that night or the second date or whatever, you know what I'm saying? It's up to her, and then you don't shame her because of that. Right. And that's what women don't like. That's why they are so closed-mouthed about saying, "Oh, I don't even like sex." You know, they say all that shit because they don't want to be shamed yeah. because there's such a big stigma behind that. Yeah. You know, and, and women's sexuality, and this is this is the stuff that talking about. You know, these feminists walk around. Talk, this is what they should be addressing. This is the shit that they should be talking about. You know, what I'm saying That's, this is the this is the 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 dynamic that um, and, 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 um, is causing a lot of confusion between male and female and their sexual polarity. You know, I mean, and, we're adults. You know, so you know, as an adult, you have to use your best judgment. As a woman, you have to, you know. That's where communicating coming in. You having conversation with these men. You getting to know them. And it may happen sooner than ninety days. It may happen later than ninety days. It's just it's the physical attraction. It's you know what you see in each other. Um, I don't think anybody is really feeling shamed anymore. You know, mm-hmm. I don't think so. I don't. You know, I'm grown. Who? What? What you gonna do? You can't whoop me. I can, I can do what I want to do. So. I just think we need to, like you said, be self-aware, you know, um, and just know, you know, try to know as much as possible what you're getting into. You have to um, pay attention. Just listen. Um, we as women, we, we are very observant. So we study our men, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So um, we yeah. know when something is not right. And then sometimes we ignore the red flags just because we're selfish and we want what we want. And then sometimes ignoring the red flags could lead to um, destruction later on. So um, I just think we have to be, as women, we have to be more um, intentional about um, meaning what we say and saying what we mean mm-hmm. and not necessarily giving a whole bunch of passes um, or things that's degrading to us uh, or that can possibly harm us. We got to know who we bring around our children. Mm-hmm. And we have to be aware that the people that we bring in our lives, be it male or female, um, you're not the only one being affected by whatever happened in that relationship because those relationships are open to your family, to your children, you know, to your extended family, and everybody can be affected by, you know, sometimes what goes on in your relationship. Um, and I, I'm doing things a lot different uh, this time around because, you know, person I see, we just try to see each other so we know where we're going with that before we open it up to everybody else. You know, do, do we like each other enough 
even extend it now to our families, you know, because it's important to know what you're getting and who you are uh, connecting with. Yeah. Those things are important, and um, you know, I that's a good point. I, that, that's an excellent point. Um, first, this is JT Live here on the Smoking Section Podcast. Got my man Pete Coop, y'all know Pete Coop, especially if y'all listen to our sports uh, shows uh, from in the past, and uh, yeah, special guest. Kenya Harvey's in the building, hey. so she's here giving that 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 woman's perspective uh, because Coop wanted to talk, and I said, "Man, we we, we two dudes. I mean, what are we gonna talk about from a woman's perspective?" You know, so I had to. I'm very in tune with my women. <laughs> with your women, well, with the women, because <laughs> both of them are single, and so this is this is why this is even even so much uh, of a really good show. Uh, they're both single and they're both, I won't say, they're, they're grown folks, grown and sexy people. So that's what this is right now. Um, and, and this is an age group that people have a lot of different uh, issues. You know, there's a lot of different complications because we, we feel like we're grown, but then, you know, we, we kind of go through a lot of different things uh, mentally. But hey, this is your man JT Lab right here on the, the Smoking Section Podcast. Make sure you follow us on uh, Facebook. That's our Facebook page. Uh, our Twitter page will be up later on today as well as our, our Instagram page. I'm at jsiles20 uh, on Instagram, so if you want to follow me there, Kenya. Um, at Kenya, Helena Watt. P. Coop. At P. Coop. At P. Coop on Instagram. When Jeff set me up. <laughs> <laughs> He's on Instagram because I've seen, okay. seen his Instagram uh, uh, story. That he had on there the other day. He had his pictures. Well, here's the thing. As being special guests, since this is the Smoking Section Podcast, of course, uh, this is the Lady Smoke. Yeah. So, this here goes to Kenya Harvey for being our special guest. Thank you. And I love Tatiana's. Tatiana's. And this I got from Vegas, but I could have picked this up anywhere. I got it at Monte Cristo. Uh, while I was in Vegas, and this is the uh, uh, Oliva cigar, very, 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 very nice. Depending on what you, you know, which kind of robust, the mild. Then I got the Cuban cut. I see my man Eddie Vega out there. Eddie, I see you all the way overseas. Got him the Cuban cut, man. Maybe it might looks like Eddie's Cuban. So um, appreciate that. I see everybody in there. I see Shelly. What's up, Shelly? I see Justin. Oh, what up, boy? Uh, who else? Galano, Jeremy. I see you, Jeremy. Jeremy. Jeremy's a white guy. So, I mean, you know, with your black friends, you'll be able to kind of interact. Now, talk about relationships. You can jump in just based on seeing this show. You know, this stuff is, goes both ways, too. You I know, know it does. It goes across ways. culture. And, um, of course, my band Galano, that's big brother right there, Captain. And Shannon. I mean, Shannon's on here, man. I'm trying to get Shannon. Shannon, I need you and Galano. We're going to talk because we're going to talk about HBCUs versus PWIs. So, Put the challenge out there to you all so that we can make that show happen. Um, so we need to get together and talk. So be cool. Your cigar today. Yeah, but I'm not no special guest or nothing. No, like he's that. To be part of the show. Yeah, he's don't let him. But I, I told you, I'm bringing you back. Some he fellas. always trying to, you know, kind of big time me, you know, some way, you know. That's my, I am. That's my. I'm big the co-host. Brother. That's my big little brother. I'm the co-host, y'all. <laughs> he is the co-host. I'm. So, final words, man, before we... <laughs> Try to special best me. This, this show will be aired later on this evening, so it'll be chopped up. You'll, you'll, you'll Thanks for the parts of it. Uh, it'll be chopped up later on, so you'll be able to check out the show. But um, I'm your man, JT Live. Any other things you guys want to... Final words from a woman's perspective. Women, love yourself first. Wow. Um, always look at the character of a man. 
always, I mean, because a man can show a character, but his heart can be different. So sometimes I, I look deeper because, you know, sometimes they can mask because they want to be all strong and tough. If you can look into a heart of a man, then you can really see what he's about because you can break that down as a woman. We got ways to break things down. <laughs> and, um, you know, just keep it real, keep it 100, keep it sexy, keep it classy as a woman. Cool. Anything before we break out here? Yeah, I just say, you know, you know, challenge yourself to be the best possible you, you could be, you know. And and that takes you have to be really honest with yourself and look at yourself and look at your your, your attributes and you look at your you know, your liabilities and you want to increase your attributes and you want to decrease your liabilities as a person, as a man, you know what I'm saying? And as men we need to step up and be men. Because our women need us. That's what they want us for. They want us to be men. And if we not, they're not gonna respect us. Wow. Well that's great. Hey this is your man JT Live. Next week's show um, next Thursday, we'll be talking about the violence that's plaguing um, urban communities, in particular Chicago. So we'll talk about some of the economic things that's affecting that. So make sure you tune in to that show in the Spoken Section Podcast. I'm your host, your man, JT Lab. I want to thank everybody for tuning in today, uh, for listening on all of our different platforms. Appreciate everybody that tuned in and watched us for the entire hour and a few minutes on um, our live on Facebook. So you guys have a wonderful day. Have a great weekend and be safe. It's your man JT Live. Oh, Kenny Harvey and my man Pete Coop. I'm trying to smoke, y'all. Peace. <laughs> Thank y'all. That was man. good. That was good. Oh. Kenny, I got to give you a hug, darling. You do. I'm going to give you a hug back. Actually, you, you know what you did? What? You brought that out of me. If it wasn't for her, see, I'm telling you, man, women bring the best out in me. You know what I'm saying? It, you don't have to be their hub or no wife or nothing. This is a woman. Well, you know, you ever notice? That was good. It, that's what, um... I need to be a guest again, Jay. Yeah, what's her name? Hey, hey, what's, um... Maya Angelou, she said, you know, in a phenomenal woman, she said when she walk in a room, men perk up. You know what I'm saying? And that's, and that's the truth. That's how men should be.